a memorable story starts with a memorable first line. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Call me Ishmael. The fog comes on little cat feet. In the beginning, God created. In the beginning was the word. In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. But early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, they came to the tomb, taking the spices they had prepared. A memorable story grabs your attention and might lead you to wonder what made it the best and worst of times? What else are you going to tell us about yourself, Ishmael? How else is the fog like a cat? What did God do next? Why does it matter that Caesar gave this decree? All of these are noble wonderings and questions. Yet what I wonder is why does our story today begin with but? A conjunction. Luke begins his account of the resurrection story with a conjunction. Eugene Peterson said and, other versions say but. It's a bold grammatical choice that would make both of my English teacher grandmothers wince in linguistical discomfort. You just don't do that. You never begin a sentence with a conjunction. But Luke uses this little phrase six times in 12 verses, breaking up the flow of the story and breaking up our expectations about what women going to a tomb early in the morning with spices would find, as if to emphasize that no matter what we've heard, we have not heard the whole story. This little defiant conjunction continues the conversation, but changes its direction. But tells us that God has not spoken the last word, not yet, not on Good Friday that long ago, and not now in any of the situations we find ourselves on any day of the week. But challenges every cynical, hopeless, harsh evaluation of the state of the world, the state of things, the state of ourselves. But signals that there is hope waiting in the wings when we face the tombs of our lives, the losses and disappointments, the heartbreaks and failures, the tragic deaths and prolonged illnesses, loneliness and despair. These tombs are our Friday lives, and Jesus shares them with us. But, there's that word again, Jesus also shares Sunday and resurrection 
and new life and new hope with us. It wasn't a one-time thing, the resurrection of Jesus. It was instead like the dawning of a new day and new life as well. No matter what things might look like now, Easter morning says, wait, stop, but we are part of something that is greater than ourselves, and our lives are lived in a new age of hope. The women at the tomb in this Easter Sunday account are faithful disciples who have set out to serve one last time in an act of loving, caring devotion for their teacher and friend. But in the process of being faithful, they learn a new lesson that begins with remembering. This amazing moment will make sense if they remember all that Jesus did and said and to connect them with what they see before them, as well as their personal experiences of following Jesus as he went along creating beloved community wherever he went. In their devotion and practices of faith, they discovered new life and a new way of being like Jesus in the world. Their focus and their search is redirected with another memorable line. Why do you look for the living in the cemetery? Why do you search for the living among the dead? And then their work is reassigned. No more are they to anoint a corpse with burial spices. They are instead to remember how he told you these things were going to happen. So let's imagine then how Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary, the mother of James, begin telling their memorable story to Peter and all the rest. Perhaps they led with those questions. Why do you look for the living among the dead? He is not here. He has risen. Do you remember what he told us? The women's testimony states that the empty tomb is God's clearest statement that the world is different and that those who follow in the path of the risen Lord are called to live differently. For the women, their remembering inspired them to action. The good news is not something to observe. It's not up for debate. Its credibility is not questioned. The resurrection is incredible. And that's why the story demands a response. For truly the movement of God throughout history and time has always depended on the testimony of Jesus' followers who are moved beyond terror and amazement at what is before them to an action a looking for the living to rise up out of the ashes of death. This is what it means to practice resurrection. 
This week, all around the world, people witnessed and participated in practicing resurrection. As of this morning, almost $2.2 million has been donated to rebuild three houses of worship in Louisiana that were destroyed three weeks ago by arson. The online donation account for the three fire-ravaged churches received more than $1.2 million in one day after it was widely shared on social media this past Tuesday. Many donors to that account noted the hundreds of millions of euros that had already been pledged to rebuild the Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris, which had been greatly damaged by a fire, likely the result of an electrical accident on Monday. These small churches in Louisiana had been struggling to raise even $150,000 up until that point when the account was created on April the 10th. Now, Notre Dame is an iconic symbol of Christianity. Over 850 years old, it has survived some of the most violent periods in our world's history. I have been there, as perhaps some of you may have as well. And I know the feeling that I still experience when I witnessed the Pieta, the statue of Mary cradling the lifeless body of her son, and marveling at the beauty and the colors in the stained glass windows, and letting the sacred history of this space wash over me. Words can't describe it. I will never forget those memories. However, up until Monday, Notre Dame was also suffering from great disrepair because there were not enough funds to keep the building in repair. It was literally falling apart. And so, in addition to being an active congregation for a very small but devoted group of people, the cathedral also served as a place where tourists could visit museum-like displays of Christian artifacts and cultures all from a bygone era. Valuable and priceless pieces, but that pointed to times in the past when the power and influence of Christianity could be taken for granted. St. Mary Baptist Church, Greater Union Baptist Church, and Mount Pleasant Baptist Church are all located in St. Landry Parish, Louisiana. All were built in the late 1800s, after the Civil War. They had been the spiritual homes for generations of black families and served as places of support and hope for their communities. And as Reverend Harry Richard, the pastor of Greater Union Baptist Church, described the congregation's reaction, I found the Easter message for today. Speaking of the arsonist, they burned down a building. They didn't burn down our spirit. That is resurrection. The generosity of donations to these three black Baptist churches in Louisiana 
and to the Catholic Cathedral in Paris testifies to the way the human spirit and the Holy Spirit cannot be burned down. The Holy Spirit's presence is felt in simple brick buildings and in stone Gothic cathedrals. The Holy Spirit stirs the human spirit through treasured Bibles and hymnals given in memory of loved ones who are buried in the graveyard next to the church house and in the medieval stained glass windows and marble sculptures created centuries ago to depict the stories of faith for people who could not read the stories in scripture themselves. The Holy Spirit is present in the old that has burned away in order to make way for the new thing that will rise from the ashes. And the Holy Spirit is present in the emptiness of tombs and the sacred memories of women and men who let themselves be moved to renewed action. When God says, but this is not all there is to the story. So because this is not all, how will you respond to seeing the empty tomb? However you respond, do not walk up to it and then walk away unchanged. Instead, as poet Wendell Berry suggests, every day do something that does not compute. Love the Lord. Love the world. Work for nothing. Take all that you have and be poor. Love someone who does not deserve it. Ask questions that have no answers. Be joyful, though you have considered all the facts. That's my favorite. <laughs> but above all, practice resurrection. Above all, practice resurrection. Don't be afraid, but Remember, God is not done, for Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen.